0: Love Talk Radio.
1: This is my wish, my wish for the world that peace would find its way to every boy and girl. The time, the time for harmony Let love be the song that everybody sings Fill the air with joyful noise Ring the bells and raise your voice Let there be peace on earth Let there be peace on earth on earth. I hear the sweetest sound the sound of hope to come together we could bring goodwill to everyone let it start with you let it start with me let every nation rise and sing this melody Feel the
2: To the Bella Prie Radio show, The Empowerment Zone, I want to thank you for taking your valuable time to tune in and listen to us today as we guide you and empower you to be the master of your destiny. Hello, and my name is Bonnie Jean, and I'm a Master Psychic healer and Teacher. I'm a natural born psychic who's professionally trained to read and move energy my training started at the age of six through my mother and I became became professionally certified through golden rose psychic services I've been experimenting with how the universe works consciously since the age of 13 and I enjoy helping clients to connect with their spirit guides and angels to find happiness and peace as well as to help Locate missing items and people. I am joined by the famous co host, Belle Salisbury who is a psychic medium and spiritual counselor. In addition to offering guidance to her clients, she has assisted in many murder and missing person cases, giving valued information to bring about resolve to unanswered questions by seeing through the eyes of the victim, often giving details of the event, description of the perpetrators, vehicles, and the location of the crime. Belle is the owner and uh, creator of an online, online magazine called Bell spree, which brings knowledge and inspirations to those who seek knowledge around spirituality and the paranormal and it can be found at www.bellspree P.R.I.T. dot com. Bell also hosts a radio show called Live with Bella Sal- Bell Salisbury on Friday. <laughs> I'm always gonna <laughs> add that e <ink. laughs> from you know. I don't know if I, I i just hooked on the name Bella in my head. I say Bella, you know. It's it's just ah uh. um. So <laughs> well, I went from being called Bell
3: to Bella when Twilight came out and became popular. <laughs> really? Really?
2: Did yeah. everybody just seem to migrate to that name?
3: Yeah, yeah, just so I became Bella, so I answered anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, well, Bell hosts a radio show called Life with Bell Salisbury on Fridays from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which brings education for the body, mind, and spirit. And we also have have a really incredible show planned for you tonight, and it will help those people who are interested in learning that everyone is psychic. Yes, you listening right now in the audience, you are psychic, and we have a special guest who is going to teach you and show you through many different modalities, including her books, how to tap into your own intuition and learn how to develop your psychic abilities. We invite you to go ahead and call in now to get in line for a free reading. The call-in number, Belle, do I have the right number? Is it 718-664-9091? That is correct. All right, and it's option one. If you hit option one, that lets us know that you'd like to either ask us question or get a free reading or if you're on the phone and you're listening live but you don't want a reading you don't have to hit option one hit option one if you want to talk to us so bell we're going to learn tonight about intuition from melanie barnum
3: yeah this is going to be just so much fun yeah fun and you know, Melanie is an extraordinary writer, and she's also a columnist for Bella Spree, who has a column called Psychic Symbols and Other Psychic Stuff.
1: Ah,
2: now you, like me, you met your you met your spirit guides when you were a child. Uh-huh. I, I've never asked you this. Did your mom was she open to your abilities? Did she help you with them?
3: Not at all. Not at no. all. No. She was more afraid of it, I think. And um and I remember, you know, various times throughout my childhood that I would blurt out something that I knew And she would tell me to stop that. That's evil, you know.
2: Oh. oh. I tend
3: to have kept it to myself, but my grandmother um, knew exactly what I had. And she called it the knowing. Right. uh, And she would tell me, you know, you honor this. This is a beautiful gift. You honor it.
2: Right. Right. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, for me, because my mom actually trained me, I learned we would practice and I believe you do this in your training classes, but we would actually practice with playing cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would my mom my mom would sit across the room and we would have one light on and she would hold up a card and I would have to uh, define whether it was red or whether it was black. Yeah, I played that game with my kids. Oh, good! Yes, yeah. and you know what? For me, if it was black, it was cold. Mm-hmm. If it was red, it was, was hot. hot. Yeah. And you know, not not some other people might see the color mm-hmm. or see a symbol that says red or see a symbol that sees black, but you almost m- might feel heat. And you know, one of the things I noticed with my my child when I started training her. Was that um, if I put my, if she sat across from me in red, she maybe had a 30% accuracy. If she was actually to touch my leg, while doing the reading her accuracy went up to over 50% and she would nail them boom 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 um and so her psychic ability was being able to be in tune to what i was projecting you know, so there's there's different levels and different ways to start out, but there's all kinds of easy games. And you have one, Belle, and I, I, if you'll mention it again, about being the human pendulum. Uh-huh. You, yeah, because that's an intuition. That's where you have. How do you teach people to be a human pendulum, if you want to do that?
1: Well,
3: you know, we are electromagnetic beings. And uh, so we're all about energy. And um, as a human pendulum, um, I would have my students to stand up and I would tell them to put their hands by their side, not touching their side, but just by their side, and just simply to ask a question in their mind, which would be, show me a yes response and you will feel your body literally being pushed one way or another whether you are being pushed forward or back or to one side and and everybody's like oh my gosh and um and then we ask them the same question we ask now say in your mind just show me a no response and it should be a different movement from what you got for yes so if you were if you were leaning forward or got felt that push forward for yes you may feel the push backward for no. And so I told them to test this theory because we live right in the uh, community with a uh, casino. And I, I said, next time you go to the casino, I want you to stand in front of one of the machines and ask yourself, you know, am I going to win money on this particular machine tonight? And then pay attention to which way your body is being pushed. And um, they were like, no way. And I said, absolutely. And the cool thing is nobody knows what you're doing because you're doing this all in your head.
2: <laughs> right.
3: And so a couple of weeks later, three of my students came back in announcing that they won. They had won on their slot machines by using that, that technique.
2: Uh, See, I so love that technique. I I absolutely love it. Another technique to work with your intuition is, um, especially for people that work in office buildings and have to take an elevator, Mm -hmm. one of of the things I would do is we had two elevators, and I would stand in front of it, and I I would say, okay, if the right one's going to come first, you know where am I going to feel it? And I would feel it. My body said in the right hand. If the left, ele- if the left elevator was going to arrive first, then my left side would tingle or my left hand. We can train our body to give us information. And if mm-hmm. we're we're trying to manifest. Tapping into our intuitive be, be, uh, being means that we can be in the flow, you know, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. and life is less confusing. <clears throat> and for for the listeners that are standing by, if you stay till the end of the show, we're going to teach you how psychic you are and teach you how to read auras. So when you leave this show tonight, not only are you going to have a plethora of information from Melanie, from Belle, but you're also going to get taught how to read auras. So you'll walk out of here being able to read an aura. And, um, I think it's time that, that we go ahead and bring, uh, Melanie on who is a psychic medium, author, hypnotist, reflexologist, teacher, and coach. She helps others connect through individual readings in person and on the phone. Melanie is certified in many different healing modalities and often combines them depending on what is needed for each client. She enjoys opening others to their own gifts as well through mentoring and coaching. Melanie is the author of four books through Llewellyn Worldwide Publications, The Book of Psychic Symbols, The Steady Way to Greatness, Psychic Abilities for Beginners, and the upcoming Psychic Vision. She is also a contributor author to 365 Days of Angel Prayers, as well as a contributing columnist for Bell Spree Magazine. Now, um, her specialty is psychic readings, but her specialty is really also helping others to tune into their abilities and she's got a lot of accomplishments under her belt from her books that we just listed off um, to her newest one which is coming out Psychic Vision Developing Your Clairvoyant and Remote Viewing Skills and also she was chosen to be a VIP reader at PsychOut which is a gathering of foremost psychics for Court TV. If you'd like to, to you can visit Melanie's website at www.melaniebarnum.com. And that's M-E-L-A-N-I-E-B-A-R-N-U-M.com. It's a real honor to have Melanie with us tonight. Melanie, are you there? I'm here. Hey, how are you?
4: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
2: Oh, I am just wonderful. First, I want to say, wow, what an honor to have you on the show. And I'm so excited that we get to ask you questions. The The number of books that you have out and the fact that you have them out through Llewellyn really speaks volumes about
4: your wisdom. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I feel like I was very, very lucky to be able to go through Llewellyn, so I appreciate that.
2: Yes, well, you know, I think any I've been in the psychic community since I was a child, and I remember in nineteen you know ninety when Llewellyn you know that's who you went to if you wanted solid information. And so it's really an honor to have a, a Llewellyn uh, published author with us. So thank you very much for taking your time to join us. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh-huh. This is great. Yeah, Melanie, let me ask you, what put you on the spiritual path to opening to intuition, and to teaching other people how to open their intuition? Is it something that started as a child for you? Is it something that developed later in life? Or um, Well, essentially, I've always been able to read
4: people, but I thought that everybody was able to do that. I never questioned it because I thought that that was just kind of a gift that everybody had and it was just a normal thing. Um, but it wasn't until probably almost two decades ago where I felt like I was hit over the head and I heard the words, you have to do this work now. And I kind of looked around and said, what the heck is going on? Who's talking to me? Where did that come from? And, you know, I questioned it. I said, I, I kind of immediately knew what they, and when I say they, I'm talking about the universe, the angels, God, my guides. I, I knew right away what they were talking about. Um, but I questioned it because at the time I was, you know, very logical, very rational. I was a the controller of a company. I had just left that job to open up my own store. Um, so, you know, being a psychic and hanging up a psychic shingle just wasn't what I had thought was in the cards for me. But years later, here I am, and I am all the better for it. My family's all the better for it, and I absolutely love it. And, you know, once once I had that kind of metaphysical hit over the head, um, it changed my life. It really did. And it, it not only made me realize that not everybody reads people like I was doing all the time, which I thought was a normal thing, um, but it also made me realize just how incredible it is when you can connect to the other side.
2: Yes, yes. And, you know, not only did you benefit and your family benefit, but all of your clients and all of those, all of your readers, everybody else has benefited, too, from what you've had to offer. So thank you so much for for trusting in spirit and going out there. Not everybody does that,
5: you oh, know, thanks. so
2: thank you. Yeah. Now, do you believe that everybody has the ability to develop their extrasensory abilities?
4: I absolutely do. You know, just like with concert pianists or, you know, professional athletes or anything else that you can compare psychic abilities to, um, not everybody is going to be Mozart. Not everybody is going to be Babe Ruth. But everybody can pick up the ball and hit it and everybody can, you know, touch a key on the piano. So we all have the ability to tune into our own intuition. It's kind of up to us how far we take it. I do think... Mm -hmm. Also, that we have um, natural gifts, some of us, and we're going to take it that much further. Um, you know, when we have, when we do something that we enjoy, that we like, and that we have a propensity for, we tend to get better at it. And I think that that is true for developing your own intuition as well. Not everybody's going to be a psychic um, for hire, but everybody does have right. a
2: sense of intuition. Yes. They do. Now, um, what are some of the examples of the different types of abilities? We always hear psychic ability, psychic ability, clairvoyant, clairaudient, but there's other types of abilities that you taught. Well, you really discuss them in your book, and and you lay out that there's so many more than layers to it. Um, can you give a kind of brief rundown from your book of some of the way that you describe the abilities? Absolutely.
4: Um, like you said, clairvoyance is is one of the most popular psychic abilities or it's one of the most well-known. You know, just like the, the movie The Sixth Sense where he says, I see dead people. <laughs> you know, that became kind of the famous, well, if you're clairvoyant, that means you're psychic. Um, but there's so many more psychic gifts, like you said, Besides clairvoyance, there's clear audience, which is clear hearing um it's when you just hear things, clear sentience, which is clear feeling or clear sen- clear sensing um and kind of one with clear empathy, which is clear emotion and you uh you and Bell were talking about you know the human pendulum type thing, and that's using clear sentience it's how you feel in your body um and you know the feelings that you get. There's also clear cognizance, which is a clear knowing. Sometimes we just know things, and we don't know how we know them necessarily, but we just know things, and that's clear cognizance. Um, there's also clear gustance or clear gustance—I can never pronounce it correctly—which is clear tasting. You know, I've, had, I've done a lot of readings where I'll taste like Italian food, and I'll know that
5: mm-hmm. the person I'm
4: trying to connect with may have, you know, been an Italian chef or, you know, cooked Sunday dinners with the family kind of thing. Um, and there's also clear aliens or clear olfaction or clear essence, which are all clear smelling. So a lot of times you'll talk to people who have smelled a cigar around them or they've smelled, you know, their grandmother's perfume. And that's clear aliens. Um, and clear tangency is clear touch. So, you know, we, we do things like psychometry, which is touching an object which holds energy, and we're able to read off that object. Um, And that's Mm. clear tangency. So I don't think that everybody naturally has all of those senses, but I do feel that everybody naturally has at least one of those senses, at least.
5: Mm. And
4: even though clairvoyance is kind of the, you know, the one that people tend to um, associate with psychic abilities, I think that clear sentience is actually one of the most Popular psychic senses. It's the clear feeling. Sometimes we just feel things. You know, we feel them in our body. Mm-hmm. We
2: feel them in our our spirit. Do you separate that from uh, being uh, empathic, or do you throw that un- empathy under that umbrella? Um, well, when you're empathic, you feel
4: things that other people feel, also. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of clear, clear empathy. Um, You know, when you are empathic or or even empathetic, which is just being, you know, having a sense of empathy for somebody else without necessarily tuning into your psychic abilities. Um, But when you are empathic or empathetic, it's more about having that clear empathy. You're able to tune into the feelings
2: of other people um, or you take on the feelings of other people. Right. Right right now are your techniques would you consider them simple techniques because i know in your book that um and we're going to discuss more about your book here because it's so amazing and i encourage every one of our listeners to to go to either amazon barnes or nobles and or your local local shop is going to carry these books your local metaphysical uh will carry them too, but I understand that you give techniques um, with each chapter of how to develop your intuition. Would you consider them simple techniques, or are people going to uh, find these maybe a little more complicated? Um, well, that's kind of a... a- Double question.
4: Um, but first, I do want to say also that if you go to my website, MelanieBarnum.com, you can also order order an autographed copy of any of my books. Um, oh! I, yeah, so I'll personalize that and autograph that for you. Um, back to your question. Um, all of my books are kind of written with the same theme. I will teach something or a technique and then I'll also share a story of a reading that I've done or a reading that somebody's um, brought to me or that we've worked together on. And I will use that story, um, and these are true stories, but I'll use those stories to kind of allow you to understand how the technique or how what I'm, what I'm teaching you um, and what I'm writing about kind of comes through in a reading or comes through in kind of everyday life. And then the exercises that I have during each chapter or throughout each chapter um, will also help you to practice that. I think that, you know, they're simple exercises, uh, just about every single one of them. I think that you'll excel more at some depending on, you know, what your natural gifts are. Um, But every single person will be able to practice these techniques and practice these exercises over and over and over again as often as you want. And the more you do these things the the better you connect to the other side the better you connect to your own abilities and the better you can enhance your abilities your natural given your natural gifts not just you know the ones that you're trying to kind of come up with but the ones that you were already born with
2: Mhm Now do you do you recommend or suggest any type of clearing uh that needs to be done daily? Are your ex you know are your exercises ones that go in and kind of clean out the auras, the chakra and the auras?
4: Um well it really depends on the exercises. And I do talk a lot about protecting yourself. Um you know you definitely need to protect yourself and you need to ground your energy as well. So before you kind of get into any um, psychic exercise. It's a good idea to ground yourself and to protect yourself from any negative energies or any energies that you know you really don't want to invite in. Um, some of the exercises mm-hmm. I have in there are are simple. Like you're talking about chakras and auras and everything. And I'm not sure which book it is, but I remember um, somebody writing to me because they loved one of my exercises, and it was a very simple one to connect to the second chakra, um, the orange chakra, the sensual. Chakra, which is right there, kind of right near your belly button area, and the exercise was simply to go out and get a hula hoop and move that energy center, just move it. So, oh. you know, when you ask, <laughs> when you ask if it's physical it. exercises or difficult, you know, there's they're, they kind of run the gamut from um, actual things to do and you know spiritual practices and meditations to. You know going out to a restaurant and and trying to figure out you know who somebody is or or you know what the person next to you is going to order like there they can be very, very fun exercises and they can also go really deep so again, all of my books are that way, and they all kind of roll the gamut with the exercises to give you awesome. kind of a broad perspective, yeah.
2: Right, right. I love the hula hoop, you know, because that <laughs> movement that, well, you know, think about, I, it makes me think about the fact that there's people out there that don't meditate per se, but they meditate when they run or they meditate when they they work out. And or wash so, dishes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so there's all these different ways of getting centered. Well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get ready to take a break here, and we will be right back.
6: Psychic Healer Bonnie Jean. Psychic Healer Bonnie Jean is a master psychic who teaches psychic development and gives in-depth, life-changing readings that are accurate and astounding. She is a medium, clairvoyant, clairaudient, channels, reads, and moves energy. Bonnie Jean remembers the day before she was born and is an author, a survivor of a near-death experience and she has gone through a spontaneous kundalini awakening. A session with Bonnie is empowering, and she gives you the tools to empower you during the session. Bonnie specializes in meditation for mental health disorders, including depression, anxiety, bipolar, and PTSD, in which she helps people to heal. Contact Bonnie at psychichealerbonniegene.com and book your psychic healing session today.
7: BellaSpree is a free online magazine featuring columnists who are experts in their field. BellaSpree magazine covers topics about health and healing, spiritual growth, angels, inspiration, divination, and the paranormal. You can also receive guidance from our experts to your questions or follow your astrological and lunar forecast for the month ahead. Bella's Free Magazine is offered free online for your education and enjoyment at Bellispree.com. Bella's means beautiful spirit and that represents each and every one of us. Their logo is the diamond because it represents the full soul quality. Like a diamond, each facet is unique, holding a beauty all its own. Each facet represents a different characteristic of who we are as individuals, and yet, when we look at the whole diamond, with its flaws and inclusions, we see the exquisiteness of the diamond in its entirety. The collective of the whole soul quality, demonstrating that even in its imperfections, it is still seen as beautiful. Bellasprey Magazine spreads love, truth, and awareness to the world, leading the diamond in the rough to healing and growing into the best diamond we are all meant to be. Visit Bellasprey at bellasprey.com. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-P-R-I-T dot com.
3: Hi, and welcome back. You're listening to The Empowerment Zone, which is a new program that's now airing on Bellasby Radio Network. And we just want to thank you all for joining us for this first Appearance of the Empowerment Zone. And our very special guest this afternoon is Melanie Barnum, who is a psychic medium as well as an author. And Melanie, I wanted to <clears throat> excuse me, we've been talking the first part of the show about the various psychic abilities that one would have. And I was just sort of playing in the chat room and I was asking a couple of our people in the chat. You know, um, do you feel like you have any of these abilities? And um, one person said, oh, no, no, I don't. And I said, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever felt somebody staring at you only to turn around and catch them? And they said, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a psychic ability. That's a psychic sense. You know, or if you walk into a room and feel like, okay, what just happened? Because the, the tension or the inner yeah, you're able to pick up on that. That's a psychic ability. So if we think about the many different experiences that we have in our own lives, we'll come to realize after reading Melanie's book, Psychic Abilities for Beginners, you're going to read the book and go, oh, I do that. Well, I've done that before. <laughs> and you'll come to realize that you're probably a whole lot more psychic than you have given yourself credit for. And, um, so talking about, um, psychic abilities for beginners, I had the wonderful opportunity to review your book, Melanie, for Bella Magazine last month. And, um, so I know we've touched a little bit on it, but I want to touch a lot more on the book. Um, I like the fact in the book that, Melly, you not only are teaching us about the different modalities of psychic ability, but you share personal experiences.
4: Absolutely.
3: And so, yeah, go ahead.
4: Sorry. I was just going to say, I think that, you know, if you're anything like me, and I think a lot of people are, you kind of need hands-on. You need Mm -hmm. to have the exercises. You need to kind of understand how it applies in real life. And, you know, hands-on experience tends to stick with you better than something that you just read about. So I think that, um people can can relate to that a little bit easier.
3: And so what is what would be um I I know you have many favorites. Share with us one of your instances where it's a true story, you know, because this is what she does. She shares a personal experience in every chapter that is um uh related to one of the psychic abilities. What's one of your favorites? Hmm.
4: Uh, you know that's a good question. <laughs> I know, too many. One of the problems, one of the problems with being a psychic is that I never remember the readings that I do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, people tend to write in and tell me things that have happened and things that I've said, and you know, kind of say, "Oh my God, I can't believe you knew that." You know, that kind of thing. Um, and that's really the only way I end up remembering things. But you know, I think one of my favorites, uh, one of my favorite things that happened, and it was just because it was. Sh- it wasn't even a private reading. It was at a big gallery event. Um, but it was just such a cool thing. I was doing a reading uh, for somebody, and I kept getting interrupted by this spirit from the other side. Now, there were probably 150 people in my audience. And I kept getting interrupted by this spirit named Stephen. And I was looking towards the back of the room, and I said, you know, Is somebody, does somebody have a Stephen? Does somebody have a Stephen? And I'm looking towards the back of the room, on the right-hand side of the room, and everybody kept, you know, kind of looking around, and nobody was claiming Stephen. And I said, okay, and I just kind of let Stephen take the back burner, and I kept going with, you know, my other readings, and and throughout the evening, I just kept saying, okay, look, <laughs> you know, Stephen really wants to come through, excuse me, and nobody was claiming him. And I kind of just kept looking and and you know, pointing to the back of the room, and other people were saying, oh yeah, I had a Stephen, and you know, on the other side of the room, and. I was like, no, it's you know, it's back here for sure, and nobody was claiming him. And then at the very end, after I was all done, and it was you know, probably about an hour and a half show, maybe two hours, um, or event I should call it. At the end of the event, I was walking towards the back of the room, and it was kind of after everybody had already come up and done book signing things, and you know, um, given hugs and shared stories, and I was walking towards the back of the room, and a group of three people came up. And that one of them I recognized because she had come to me before. And the other one I kind of recognized because I wondered if I had done a reading for him before. And there was somebody new. And I just looked at them and I said, you're here about Stephen. And they said, yes. And I said, Stephen wants you to know that he's very, very happy for the two of you because he was there at the ceremony and he's ecstatic that you two are going to spend your life together. And they just looked at me, and I had no way to know this. Um, but this was Stephen's way of coming through to tell uh, these two gentlemen that they that he was at their wedding, and that he was, you know, okay with the fact that Stephen was supposed to be married to um, one of the gentlemen there, and had passed, and wasn't able to ever get married. Um, and yeah. He was giving them his approval, and they—they they, all three of them actually, because they had a friend there with them too. All three of them just looked at me and broke down and started crying, and I started crying because that was what they were there for. They wanted the approval, they wanted the the kudos and the thanks, and the um, they wanted to make sure that it was okay with Stephen that they continued on with their lives. And even though that you know it doesn't seem like a huge thing to you or I. And, you know, in, in the grand scheme of me picking up on things, it's really not that big of a deal, but it was just such a huge thing for them. And that's what I love to do. I love to be able to bring comfort and, you know, peace to people that are still here. Because, you know, it's the people that are here that are the ones that are looking for that. It's not the, the people that are passed across over the other side. It's the people that are here that really need that. And so you know, even though like I said, it wasn't a huge aha, uh-huh, oh my gosh, how did she ever know that kind of feeling? It was just more of a they were able to move on with their lives now. They got the peace that they, they wanted and you know, Stephen was giving them his blessing, which was just amazing. It's yeah. an amazing thing to be able to do for somebody.
3: And and you know that's so amazing, Melanie. You know, I I do the galleries as well. And when you were saying that Stephen's energy was with you, and he just wouldn't leave you alone. He kept coming back. I'm shaking my head, Uh uh-huh, because when spirit Mm -hmm. comes through, and, and, and like you, Melanie, the way in which we open our energy to spirit, we specify that those belonging to the people in this room only. And yeah. so that way we know when someone comes through they got a reason to be there. It's not just any old spirit that decided to pop into our bubble. It, they have a purpose for their being there. And sometimes your your um clients or your your you know listeners will get that deer in the headlight look like, "Huh?" <laughs> and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they seem to, you know, snap to and go, "Oh, yeah." You know, and spirit will not leave you alone. When they come in and they want to be heard, uh, they they get persistent, don't they?
4: Yeah, very much so. You know, it's also yeah. really yeah. interesting. Um, I was just thinking of another one that that happened recently, and I see things symbolically. I receive information symbolically a lot, hence my first book, the book of psychic symbols. And a lot of times, the the symbols that I receive are are the message. Um, but it has to be kind of translated. Like, today, and the only reason I remember this is because I'm actually looking at my sheet from today. Um, When I do readings, before I do it on the phone or before I walk in or the person walks into my office, I meditate on them for a few minutes and I write things down that I pick up on. And this particular session was a phone session and so I have it written down on a piece of paper and I, I wrote down, there was a show from HBO called True Blood and it was about vampires. And there was somebody on there named Suki and I kept seeing red. <laughs> and so I said to her, you know, I'm seeing this, this true blood show and I'm getting, you know, it's about vampires. It has to do with blood and, you know, the color red. And I'm also seeing the lead actress was, or the, you know, the, the main character was named Suki. And I said, you know, normally when I get images like this, when I get symbolic images or symbolic feelings or, or words, um, they they sometimes have double meanings. And she said to me, well, I, you know, work in a hospital, um, and I work with the heart, which has to do with the blood. And, um, you know, I was dating a cardiologist. whose name was Sook, not Sookie, but Sook. Ah.
1: <laughs> and I, I kind of went,
4: wow, that's pretty cool. You know, so everything uh, kind of flows together. So all the information mm-hmm. that we get, you know, I... If I had just come out and said, okay, you know, you like True Blood and you look like Sookie, that would have been wrong. She hadn't even never heard of the the show. Um, But being able to put together the information, you know, I think that's pretty amazing too. I think that that's just really, really cool that spirit can send us these symbolic things and we're able to um, kind of put them together in a way that, that works for our clients and in a way that we're able to receive the message to understand it better.
3: Yeah, and they'll they'll pick any method they can to get through. You know, if That's you're right. not hearing if you're not hearing them, they're going to show you a sign. <laughs> you know, right. whether it's a symbol okay. or a picture or, you know, something keeps crossing your path, you know, why do I keep seeing this rabbit? You know, it, there's a symbol there. There's a a sign or a message that they're trying to send to you. Or the most popular one, Melanie, why do I keep finding pennies and dimes in front of me on the ground?
4: Right.
2: hmm Yeah, that, that is pretty. <laughs> I, I have, a, I have a question, and uh, Melanie, I I've listened to some of your other radio shows, and I'm not sure if you talked about this story or if, Belle you've talked about this story, but there's a story about elephants, and I believe one of you were giving a reading. That would be
3: Melanie. Yep.
2: That, uh, Melanie, can you tell that story? Because that's such a powerful one about trusting your intuition when you get symbology. <laughs> okay, do you remember when I, when I said, um, I don't remember
1: reading? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell. I, I'll I don't tell remember the that one. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: don't feel oh, bad, Melanie. <laughs> I don't either. I think come you know, and say, you said this, and I'm like, I did. <laughs> You know, I don't
2: think there's a single reader out there that's true that remembers them, you know, unless you're making notes and you're, I I don't remember my readings either. I'm the same where, you know, I I got two calls today where people said, do you remember that reading and what you said came true, you know, and so we don't remember because we're in trance. So, and that's one of the things you you got to learn to do is to go into that that mode if you want to be professional. But you know, it just kind of so goes right the, through it, you.
3: Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, and it then we do right hundreds of readings. You know, we right. do hundreds of readings until you're like, I'm supposed to keep track of every one of you? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So well, tell us the elephant story. What was that? From what? Yeah, from what I remember is Melanie was talking about meeting with a woman who um, when you were working with her, I believe, spouse that had crossed over, you kept seeing the image of an elephant. And you finally had to say to the woman, you know, I'm getting an elephant. And that was their clue that if they ever died, they would give the message elephant so that they knew that they were really in touch with a medium. You know, wow. and so, yeah. So they had given you that message about the elephant, and it meant nothing other than I'm here. I I'm deceased, and I'm here, and this is real. Mm-hmm. So the couple you know what, would I, actually. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry.
4: I'm vaguely remembering that now that you're speaking about <laughs> it that the elephant wasn't yeah. anything. Specific other than it was their message that actually rings a bell now. And as you're talking mm-hmm. about it, I'm thinking, wow, how cool is that? And <laughs> you know, not and not because I'm trying to you know toot my own horn, but just how cool is that? You know that the yeah. spirit and the other side is able to connect with us like that.
5: Yeah,
3: <laughs> and, and some that. people, you know, some people will come to me, Melanie, and they'll say. What was the nickname that my you know loved one on the other side used to call me by? Well, mm-hmm. spirit can sometimes see that as a test, and right. they will not always give that answer. But there's times when they will, and without yeah. being asked. Do, do you know what I mean? What I'm saying? I, it, I know it's exactly. Like,
4: what you mean. Yeah,
3: they won't be tested. Um.
4: Uh, You know, I think also, she said, they they have other things to say. Like, they're not always Mm -hmm. about trying to prove it to you. They want to tell you other things. I mean, I do remember recently I had somebody come in and I, I said to her, okay, is there something to do with a praying mantis? And she just looked at me and she said, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, all right, well, I'm seeing this image in my mind. So it's either a praying mantis or a grasshopper. They keep showing it to me. And she just looked at me and she said, oh, my God, that's what he used to call me. He used to say, you're my little grasshopper so it's kind of the same thing as as the elephant Mm -hmm. but she didn't ask for it you know she didn't say tell me what my nickname is and i I think like you're suggesting like you're suggesting though that if they ask for it you're not necessarily going to get it like it just doesn't happen but if they don't ask for it it tends to flow easier
3: yeah and and i i remember i did have one uh client who had lost his wife and he was just so devastated and um he he said to me, he goes, well, does my wife have anything to say to me that will help me know? And, and unfortunately, you know, he had been through several mediums, you know, and uh, he just wasn't getting what he wanted. And he said, is there anything that you can tell me that will help me know that you are really talking to my wife? And so yeah. I said to her, Please, you know, share something to help comfort your husband. And all I heard was the song, You Are My Sunshine. And I'm thinking, okay. And I said, well, she's actually singing or I'm hearing the song, You Are My Sunshine. This man broke down. And he says, that was the last song I sang to her just before she passed. Oh. You know, so it, they'll, it'll come through, you know, without being specific questions, you know, they'll come through with enough information. Like one client, Melanie, all I kept seeing from this man was a purple chair, a purple chair. And I kept pushing it away thinking, you know, this is ridiculous, a purple chair. And he kept bringing it up until finally I said to his wife, why do I keep seeing this purple chair? And she just went ballistic. Oh, my God, that was his chair, and I still have that chair. You know, and she goes, I sit in that chair to feel close to him. And so, you know. Don't dismiss anything that pops in that seems unusual to you because it's not for you. It's it's for them.
4: Exactly. Exactly. You know, I had the same
3: situation.
4: I think I wrote about it in one of my books as well. Um, and I remember this one because I remember laughing about it with my husband because my husband and I kind of went through the same thing. Um, I was doing a reading for an older gentleman and – I can't remember now whether it was a phone session or an in-person session, but I remember it was a pretty quick reading. So it may have been, you know, something at like a fair or something. And he really wanted to connect to his deceased wife. And I knew that he was trying to connect with her, desperately trying to connect with her. And, you know, I wasn't really getting any information from her. And I finally said, okay, um, you know, I have to tell you what I've been kind of tasting this whole time. And he said, what? And I said, you know, when when my husband and I were first dating – Um, he came to my apartment and he wanted to cook me dinner. And he thought it would be really special to make me dinner. So he made me spaghetti, you know, basic spaghetti with with regular red sauce. Now, he used a jar of ragu and spaghetti. (laughs) So it wasn't like it was too difficult. But whenever he saw me cook, he would see me use spices that I would take down off the shelf and add to whatever I was cooking. So he decided he wanted to add some spices to the, you know, already jarred ragu, and he, you know, grabbed a couple things off of the shelf and and threw the spices into the pasta. So when we sat down, it was beautiful. He had lit candles and, you know, just a beautiful, beautiful setting. And we took a bite into the pasta and it was all <laughs> cinnamon and nutmeg, like cinnamon and nutmeg. It's all you could taste. Because he didn't know what spices to use. He just threw in the first two that he saw. He grabbed cinnamon and nutmeg. So I said to this gentleman, I said, you know, I'm not sure why I'm getting this, but I'm getting the taste of um, spaghetti with cinnamon and nutmeg in the sauce. And he broke down, same thing, broke down, started crying, and he said, that's her. She was not a good cook. She wanted to cook for him (laughs) because back then, that's what you did. You cooked for your husband and she made spaghetti once with cinnamon and nutmeg because she didn't know how to make it.
0: (laughs) And I said, wow,
4: you know, that was her way of proving (laughs) to him that she was really around.
5: And you you get
4: those kind of messages, you get those kind of symbolic things that just mean the world to somebody, and it's such a simple thing, but it just means the world to people.
3: So I want to talk, Melanie, um, kind of along the same subject, about the upcoming class, that um, you are offering, um, Melanie and I are partnering together to to present an introduction to psychic abilities. And uh, oh, yeah. this course is coming up, yeah, April the twenty sixth, which <laughs> is this coming Sunday, and it runs from four to six p.m. Eastern time, and the cost is only twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars for this two hour course. For an introduction to psychic abilities, and um, Melanie and I are presenting this class, and I think it's going to be an amazing course, don't you, Mel? I think so. You know,
4: I, I'm very honored, actually, Belle, to be partnering up with you to do this, and I think that. Thank you.
5: Um,
4: I think that together we're going to offer kind of a unique collaboration for people. And mm-hmm. you know they get to see a couple different angles of what psychic abilities are about—the scientific side and the, you know, the um, the working with psychic ability side—and you know, learning how to kind of expand on what you already have, your natural spiritual gifts.
3: Right, right. So if you're interested in signing up for this class, go to Melanie's website, which is MelanieBarnum.com. dot com. That's M E L A N dot mcom and register for this course. It's just $25, and you're going to get a wonderful introduction to psychic abilities. And my part of the course is, um, you know, I'm more on the scientific level, <clears throat> and I'm going to teach about energy and how that works in conjunction with our psychic abilities. And then, Melanie, you're going to talk more about the various psychic abilities.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, um, and
4: the difference between intuition and psychic ability,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, you know, and how those uh, those gifts kind of frame our life and and direct us in life.
3: Yeah. Now, do you believe that everybody has psychic ability?
4: Uh, well, like I said earlier, I think that everybody has a level of intuition, whether it mm-hmm. it goes all the way to kind of that psychic ability. Um, I usually save uh, psychic ability for somebody that's more into it. Let's just put it that way. Um, I think yeah. that everybody is very intuitive, and I think that everybody has the uh, the ability to develop their psychic gifts. So, you know, we all have, again, a natural intuition. And if we take it a little bit further, um, then it develops into more of a psychic ability. So, yeah, I think that everybody has the the capacity or the power to become psychic. Not everybody's going to, you know, hang their shingle up and say that they're offering psychic readings. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, but, it, but
3: everybody's very got helpful. some form of gift. Yeah, and it's very helpful to develop some of these gifts um, just to help you throughout your own daily life. Absolutely. You know, I always I, I always tell women, you know, especially a lot of my single clients, I'll say, if you want to know. Whether the guy that you're interested in or someone that you've just started dating is the real deal, you know, develop some of your psychic senses and go with your, quote, unquote, gut feeling because that's where your, your psychic senses exist is in that sacral chakra, right in your gut, you know. Go with your gut feeling. If something about him just doesn't settle with you, then maybe there's a reason. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, you know, yeah. Or, you know, just to help you just within making choices, you know, about different avenues that we're embarking on in life. You know, our psychic senses are there because we're connected. We're connected to the universe. And the universe is there to help us to, you know, um, to make life a little bit easier. And if we listen to our instincts, if we listen to that intuition, um, it makes life a whole lot easier, don't you think?
4: Absolutely. Well, if you think about our natural intuitive flow um, and you liken it to the flow of a river, it's easier to Mm -hmm. swim with the flow of the river than it is to go against it, right? So intuition is kind of the same thing. It's easier to go with your intuition, go with your gut, than it is to go against it. And that's why it doesn't feel right sometimes when you go against your gut instincts. You know, you feel off or you feel sick or you just don't feel right. You feel uncomfortable. You feel guilty in some way, even though you're not doing anything wrong. Um, But it just gives you that weird kind of off feeling. And if you're flowing, you know, within your intuition and you're flowing within what feels right and what's, um, you know, what your gut is telling you to do, your gut instinct, then it feels a lot better. And generally, no matter what it is, whether it's going to benefit you or somebody else or you know, whether it actually is going to cause you some grief because you have to do something you don't necessarily want to do, as long as you follow your gut instincts and your intuition, it's always going to feel easier. It's always going to feel better.
3: Yeah, and that's so, Mm -hmm. so very true. So again, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about just exactly what psychic ability is and whether you might have a little bit of it, you know, or you want to understand just exactly what is this mysterious ability that we're talking about, um, consider taking this course on this coming Sunday, it's Psychic, it's an Introduction to Psychic Abilities, on this Sunday, April 26th, from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. You can register at Melanie's website at MelanieBarnum.com. So be sure and check that out. I think yeah. that would be very interesting. <clears throat> well, we're getting ready to to go on another break, Melanie, but I do want to state that if any of our listeners would like to call in to ask a question of Melanie, um, you can give us a call at area code 718-664-9091. When we come back from break, we'll actually be taking a couple of calls from our, our callers that have been holding on. And uh, so... Don't go away, folks. We will be right back.
6: Reverend Belle Salisbury is an internationally recognized psychic medium known for her natural ability since childhood to bring through messages from the spirit world. As a medium, Belle demonstrates her abilities by attuning herself to a higher frequency along with help from those in the spirit world to bring messages from your loved ones. Bell Salisbury is able to cross the bridge between two worlds that allows her to see and communicate with your departed loved ones, helping to bring closure, resolve, and healing. As a psychic, Bell Salisbury offers readings for those seeking guidance, addressing your questions and concerns around your daily life with clarity and truth. Readings are available in person or by phone or Skype. For more information or to schedule an appointment, please call 910-248-6350. That's 910-248-6350. Visit Bell's website at bellsellsberry.com to learn more about her services. Neil Donald Walsh states, If you can't find a group whose consciousness matches your own, be the source of one. Others of like consciousness will be drawn to you. That is exactly what Bell Salisbury did. The Live with Belle Salisbury Radio Show, with your hosts Belle Salisbury and Gina Wedlake, features Belle's talent as a psychic medium and metaphysical teacher, sharing her insight and education of the spiritual realm for the inquisitive mind. Each week, Belle offers her listeners an opportunity to call into the show for a one-question reading. Her responses are straightforward with guidance and compassion and a little fun added in. Don't miss out on a live on-the-air psychic reading with Belle every Friday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Live with Belle Salisbury radio show. The call-in number is 718-664-9091. For more information about Belle Salisbury, visit her website at bellsalisbury.com. That's bellsalisbury.com.
3: And welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Empowerment Zone, the new program that we're offering here on the Bellas Free Radio Network. And our very special guest this evening that we've been talking to is Melanie Barnum, psychic medium and author. And we've been talking a lot about her latest book that was recently released called Psychic Abilities for Beginners. And uh, Melanie, welcome back to the show. I am so glad to have you on. Hello, Melanie. Hello, is this thing live? <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> I had to push the <laughs> yeah. I am here. Okay. Well, do you want to take a call? Sure. Okay. We're gonna try a caller here. We have area code nine seven three. Hi, caller. You're live on
0: the air. Hello.
3: Hi there. Hi. And who are we? Who are we talking
0: to? You're talking to Adasa. Adasa.
6: Beautiful yeah,
0: name. name. Thank you. Beautiful. That's my online name. Um, we first was talking about um, intuition and aura, right?
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I have. I I tend to come in contact with a lot of people during the day, and so does my children. You know, like everybody else doing. fro. And I have met, like, kids and people who, as soon as I met them, I knew something wasn't right, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But mm-hmm. it just didn't feel well with me. Sometimes it could just even be their voice. It could always be the way that they look at you. Um, my thing is I'm trying to learn how to not pull in or soak in their negativity because I tend to pick up a lot of things. And I'm also Mm -hmm. trying to teach my my children, especially my teenager, my youngest child, how to avoid negative influence because he's bombarded by it. How do I know he's bombarded by it? I'm bombarded by it.
5: Right.
0: And we go in and out the same situation daily, day in, day out.
4: So are you... um are, Dassa, are you looking to then
0: try and protect yourself um, in a physical way or more of a spiritual way? Both. Really, spiritually, I believe if we're protected spiritually, physically we'll be all right. Because, okay. Because I have people that they're vampires. Right. I deal with them all day long. All day long. And I Mm -hmm. I know my kids have this this sensitivity to it because, you know, one works out in the public, and when he comes in, he's wired. And another one has to go out in the public. And I know he goes through confusion all day long and a lot of, you know, um, negative influences, and he doesn't know which way to go because at one point these negative influences were safe. They're no longer safe anymore. Right. But he doesn't understand it. He think he does, but he doesn't understand it because I've seen some of these influences. Well,
4: it sounds like you're dealing with a couple different things. It sounds like you're dealing with actual people um, mm-hmm. that are kind of causing negativity for your kids or for your family. And then it also sounds like you're picking up on the other people's negative energy. So there's there's kind of a, a double thing happening there. Um, one of the things that you can do and that you can also teach your children to do and teach your family to do is to protect yourself um, kind of energetically and ground yourself so that, you know, from the moment you walk out that door, um, you you start to protect yourself from picking up on everybody's el- everybody else's negative energy. And it sounds like you and your family are all very empathic. And so, you know, you have um a sense of clear empathy and you also have um what's well, have a clear sentience, you feel things about others. So to me, one of the easiest exercises to do, one of the easiest protection exercises that you can do for yourself is to imagine a bubble all around you that expands, you know, bigger and wider all around you, and, and this bubble can allow positive energy to come in, mm-hmm. but it can't allow negativity to come in. So you have to imagine that this bubble gets bigger and bigger and begins to stretch out and pushes away any negative energy, almost like a mirror that bounces back at them. So if somebody mm-hmm. comes along near you that has negative energy, this this bubble mirror is able to push the negativity back because you know what you have enough going on in your life you don't need that energy coming in you guys i feel like you all you know you you've all had a lot of personal struggles and and you're working really hard to try and and make a better life for yourselves
5: mm-hmm. and
4: you know make yourselves happier and i think that you know being able to push back and keep that negativity from coming into your own energy field
8: Mm-hmm. by
4: imagining that bubble just expanding and getting bigger and bigger and filling up with white positive light and I like to throw in some kind of sparkly silver colors cuz that's what I feel mm-hmm. um so imagine that bubble kind of you know expanding and pushing out so that any negativity that's on the outside can't come in anymore um you know you, like like I said it's almost as though you guys walk outside and you're stepping in the the, the mud or the dirt Mm-hmm. And you track it back in. You bring it back in. And it's the same thing with energy. You step outside and it just attaches itself to you. And, you know, when you are in the situation that you're exposed to that over and over and over again, not only is it going to make it difficult to protect yourself, which is why you need to make the extra effort to do it,
0: mm-hmm. um, but it
4: also makes it harder for you to continually block it. So, you know, and it, it also makes you feel bad. You end up bringing it home.
0: Oh yeah, it's no, it's no giving. It's no letting up. It's no giving up, because exactly. we, we. First of all, he he comes in contact with a lot of negative energies in the school. Unfortunately, I cannot move right now. I haven't found mm-hmm. a way yet to remove him from this environment. I yeah. work in the same energy, and I see what it does to me. Because sometimes it's, it's like it will turn you upside down, right? Inside out, from yeah. the pit of your stomach. And, excuse me, you can't function normally while you're in that environment. Like, really? When I get home, I have to take at least 45 minutes to an hour just to even walk around and and try to get this out my system.
4: Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Adessa, is that you're attaching their energy to yourself. So you're taking (laughs) home their energy. So the the more you can imagine that bubble just kind of pushing out from around you and keep your keeping yourself safe, you've got a, the white light of bubble all around you, and keeping yourself safe, the more you can imagine that energy pushing out and pushing away any negativity, the mm-hmm. less you'll take home with you. Could I do it
0: for my son?
4: Huh? Absolutely, and you can teach your son to do, do it as well. Um, is there a J or a G name around you?
0: J or G? Yeah. Yeah, my name begins with J. And um, my maiden name began with G.
4: Wait, your name begins with J?
0: hmm I thought it was Edessa with an I. That's my that's my blog name, Hadassah with an H.
4: Oh, okay. Okay. All right, so, you know, if, they're, if Spirit's giving me your initials, then they're trying to let you know that they're there for you. They're trying to protect you. So by
0: teaching your kids, um, and your family how to do this,
6: mm-hmm.
4: you know, it's really it's really pretty simple.
0: Um, and I, I have a son sh- with the same initials as well.
4: You do? Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it makes perfect sense that they're trying to talk to you guys about that. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they're trying to uh, help you and protect you. So mm-hmm. if, if, you know, if you just want to take one minute and just close your eyes, and as you close your eyes, just take a nice deep breath. And imagine, imagine feeling all around you that there is a bubble, just like you would see a soap bubble or, you know, a bubble that you would blow. Just imagine that that bubble goes all around you. And you can almost feel it, and it's really kind of soft and pliable. And as you begin to feel it, you can push it out with gently with your hands, And stretch it out even further so that your hands are pushed all the way out, your arms are pushed all the way out with your palms facing outwards. And now that bubble is all around you, all around the top of your head, down to the tips of your toes, and all around your entire body. And just imagine that that bubble fills up with a warm, bright white and silver light. And now imagine that that light keeps you protected and that bubble is that layer that you need to be able to see outside without letting anything negative come in. And now as you kind of look towards the outside of the bubble, you can see that it has reflective qualities and it shines back on anybody that comes near you with anything but positivity. And now any time you need to feel protected in any way, all you need to do is expand that bubble. And expand that bubble around your kids. And allow them to feel that same protection. And your loved ones from the other side are there to help you do that. But you need to ask them for their help. whenever you're ready and you feel that bubble all around you, you may even begin to feel a warmth or a tingling. Whenever you're ready, just go ahead and open your eyes and know that you can bring that bubble back anytime you need it and you can teach your kids how to do it and you can surround your children with it as
0: well. Yeah, because we, we live in an area that's getting persistently worse.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of
0: young people with guns and... Mhm, And that's very scary. scary. They're killing each other on corners and yeah, you know, that's really they're not scary. listening. and You know, if you, you go know, to school um, and you have to deal with it, it's hard to resist it. Right. Sure.
3: You know, Hadessa, I had an experience where way back when, when I first learned how to work with the psychic, of, um, the white light of protection, I had a, a situation where at work my boss was a very negative person and she was always looking for something wrong. She would you know, it just felt like every time I walked in the door I was mm-hmm. under psychic attack. She was always yeah. on me. And That's and me yet right my
5: mhm
3: and yet my employees mm-hmm. loved me to death and mm-hmm. they did not like her, but she was just a very negative person. I started surrounding myself with this white light of protection, that white bubble. And um, I'll never forget, the first day I did it, I went into work, and I surrounded myself with this white bubble before I walked in the door. And I walked in, and just like clockwork, here she came right at me with that look on her face, and she stopped right before getting up into my face. She stopped dead in her tracks. She kind of looked at me funny, and she goes, well, you look very nice today, Belle.
5: Hmm.
3: And I said, well, thank you very much, and kept walk- right on walking in the store. And every day, I kid you not, every day I began doing that, and she stopped with her psychic attacks.
0: Mm-hmm. She
3: stopped all that negativity at me. Now, she didn't stop with the others, you know, but she at least stopped with me. So I am a firm believer in the protection with this white light. And like Melanie said, you can add your children and teach them how to do it as well, you know, oh, yeah. to protect themselves. You know, and I okay. even protect my home. I right, protect my right. home. Mm-hmm. I surround my home with the white light protection. And my mm-hmm. my son is a truck driver, and I surround his big old truck with the okay. white light protection. You know, okay. whatever you feel the need to include in your white bubble, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I you know, I I also
4: want to be. I also want to be honest with you and tell you I understand that you know, you're know you not in the position to move right now. And I do think it's going to take a little while, but I don't want you to give up hope because I do think that it's going to happen. Okay? Mm-hmm. I do think that you're going to be able to move yourself and your children.
0: Um, you, you know, I was looking, I really was looking to move someplace closer because it, it, it was my mother's house and they haven't come through yet. But I sometimes I believe that maybe the delay is because maybe I just need to just get away from this area altogether.
4: Well, I think so getting away I don't, from this no, area I, altogether is a good idea. But I do think that it's going to take a little longer than you're hoping. So I would just hang in there and you know know that the like you said uh, or like Bell said earlier, the that bubble of protection can really be extended all around your entire house. Okay. And teach your kids, please, please, please teach your kids how to do it. It, You know, they also have to be ready for temptations and for other things that come their way. But this can help them in every aspect of their life. Mm
0: hmm
4: And yours as well. Okay. Okay? Yes. You know, you do have, like I was saying before, you do have people on the other side looking out for you. So, um, you know, definitely trying to tune into them. Is there also an M name?
0: Within my home.
4: Yeah, somebody, it's gotta be it's gotta be either somebody that's passed or somebody that is um significant to you? Maud. Who's that?
0: My grandmother.
4: Okay. And she's passed?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um I feel
4: like she's trying to tell you that she's also um you know, I just said that you have a lot of uh family on the other side that's looking out for you, people that are looking out for you, and she stood
0: up. Um, so she I, have, definitely... but I have a son whose name begins with M as well.
4: Okay, good. Um, and I think, you know, you said you have a J and a G, uh, mm-hmm. or a J or a G here. I think you also have one on the other side that's looking out for
0: you as well. A J or a G? Mm-hmm.
4: Because I'm getting it again. So usually if I get it again, then then it has to do with somebody on the other side as well. Okay, hold on to it. mom um, mm. is definitely is definitely around, and she's definitely trying to help out. Okay, so remember before I said, you know, ask the other side for help. They're there to help you, but you have to ask them.
0: Okay? Okay. okay. I appreciate okay. it. All right, I to so hang that- in there
2: yeah and odessa um this is Bonnie you know um i'm an i'm an empath, and mm-hmm. um I'm the kind of person that if I walk into a grocery store and someone has abdominal pain i'm gonna feel it um mm-hmm. I'm someone that um like a Sponge, I absorb other people's energy. One of the things I've I've come to find out is because we're healers. You're a healer. So you feel this energy. And our our chakras are wheels of energy that spin. And they actually absorb energy from our environment so that we can read it. The problem is as impasse is that it gets stuck in our aura. And if you stay tuned to the end of the show, I'm going mm-hmm. to do a grounding meditation. And as an empath, not only do I bring in the light, but I also ground out first and what grounding out means is i i set a grounding cord and i connect into the earth's natural gravitational pull and mm-hmm. the earth will pull anybody else's energy out of you and send it back to them neutralized and you're actually giving them a healing as well as yourself i want mm-hmm. you to imagine a dirty Sponge. Well, when you do that grounding and you bring in the white light, it's almost mm-hmm. like all of the other energy leaves you, and mm-hmm. then you're refilled with the protection. I feel to do some grounding, um, and and learn how to do some meditations every day. Now, here's the thing, Adessa. It takes work. It's not like you know you've got a complaint and you're coming to us like you would someone if you had a toothache. You would go to a dentist, and the mm-hmm. dentist would say, "Okay, you we're gonna we're gonna you need to brush your teeth every day." Um, mm-hmm. Meditation and clearing. I I when I worked out in the work world, um, I I. I would clear two to three times during a day and refill. It's something you constantly do because you're constantly absorbing energy. So, just like daily brushing your teeth one to two times a day, you need to ground out energy. And as I was saying, if you stay till the end of the show, um, I'll do a. We're gonna do a meditation that will teach you how to read auras, but it's mm-hmm. actually gonna ground you out first. It's gonna clear you out, um, mm-hmm. so you would probably benefit from the clearing.
0: Yes, I, w- I definitely would. Um, while, okay. While she, while she was talking, I was actually thinking. Well, I know initially when I mentioned meditation to anyone unless they're already into it, they're always, like, there's no time for it. Because I remember when I first entertained meditation, um, I, you know, if I close my eyes and I try to breathe and, and imagine, it just seemed like it was always dark. I couldn't see, mm-hmm. like, light. And, so,
2: and the reason it's dark, Odessa, the reason, it, Odessa, it's dark is because you're seeing other people's energy. I bet okay. you if you hang with us, you're gonna notice that it's cl- you get clear and you actually see some color um, okay. yeah, but but the reason you're seeing black is because you're 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 coated in other people's energy mm-hmm. and I've got to tell you something, Odessa when I wake up every morning and I mm-hmm. go into meditation the first two to three minutes. It's dark until I clear out. It's dark because mm-hmm. I've been out, try, you know, dreaming and I've interacted with my family. So, mm-hmm. it's normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you first
3: when you first start to meditate, you it's about learning not to look with your eyes, mm. but to look with your third eye because it's like for an example, Adessa, if I were to describe to you my new couch that I just bought, and I would give you the description that it's a brown couch and it's got fluffy back pillow and two mm-hmm. beautiful little side pillows, one's burgundy and one's striped, in your mind you're going to start picturing that couch,
0: aren't you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And and, and so with with meditation. It's You learn how to look with a different eye, not your physical eyes, but with your psychic eye. And so when the mind looking, eye
0: that I'm looking through. I don't necessarily exactly. have to see it when I close my eyes. Exactly. So, okay. and, the, and the I was difference thinking I was doing like, it wrong. Yeah, no, not at all.
3: And, and with um, guided meditations, this is where someone is telling you what you're going to see. I want you to see yourself in a beautiful field of flowers. And immediately your mind goes
2: there. You know, Mm -hmm. you
3: start kind of looking and seeing this nice-looking little field with some field daisies and whatnot. It's that guidedness that's telling you, you know, this is what you're going to see and this is what I would like you to experience. And whereas if you just sit down and close your eyes – and mm-hmm. let's see what you know what what meditation is <clears throat> you're probably not going to see anything except be in your mind thought you're you're going to start trailing things that you went through during the day and what you're worried about tomorrow you know mm-hmm. and and so meditation does take practice and it takes learning so um, don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. And you'll see no, I when... Can't. I just, when... Know,
0: just just to try to get them to do it would be the problem. I try doing things in subtle ways. But, of course, uh-huh. you know, if you're the naysayers don't believe anything. And there's certain exactly. times I try to do it. Um, if it's too noisy, I can't do it. I have to wait until everyone has gone to bed. Then I Absolutely. have a chance. As long as, Absolutely. It, as, long as I don't you... fall asleep before... Yeah, and and it's okay because if you have to do it with
3: noise. Your meditation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because you can't focus. And okay. but but
2: work with you first.
3: You know, get right. yourself set with the meditations and whatnot. And when people mm-hmm. start to see a bit of a difference in you, they're going to say, "What are you doing?" And mm. that's when they're going to be more apt to listen because
0: they're seeing that change in you. Let me ask you a question. I heard that there's times that I was, like, in a very relaxed state, and I heard someone, I heard someone's voice one time,
6: mm-hmm. and
0: recently I was in another state the same way, where I was just, I guess I was falling asleep. That's how relaxed I was. I was falling asleep. It was kind of early, and I heard a door slam real hard, and mm-hmm. it was so obvious that I even... Jumped up, and I asked my son, "Did he just slam a door? Because that wouldn't sound like a door in my house anyway. Because my door's gonna slam like that." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And I, I heard it.
1: Yeah,
3: and and that's you know um, <clears throat> it's that's where that starts to get a little deep. Odessa, is where you know we live in a multidimensional world,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and we have um, beings that exist and um, other dimensions. And Mm -hmm. so when we, and I call it letting your guard down. When we let our guard down, and Mm -hmm. we, you know, in meditation or in just that almost awake, half asleep state, you know, Mm -hmm. that's when we're easily able to tap into other realms. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: And so, you know, to to say that you heard a door slam, I believe you. I believe that you Mm -hmm. did. But it may Mm -hmm. not have been in this reality. It may have been... Within another reality, another realm. Right. Because
0: I wasn't. You.
3: You know. And you would so benefit, Odessa, with this um, uh, introduction to psychic abilities class that Melanie and I are teaching. Excuse me, this Sunday. You would so benefit from this class, and um, I would. I would say this, Odessa, if if this is a class that you would really like to uh, to take and to learn from, then. Contact me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook as Bell Salisbury, or my fan page is, um is I think Bell Salisbury, psychic medium, or something like that. Connect with me on Facebook because um, I'm going to make it possible for you to be able to take this class. Okay. Okay.
0: How do you how do you spell that again?
3: It's Bell B E L mm-hmm. L E,
0: and <clears throat> the
3: last name is just like the steak Salisbury S A L, I S. B-U-R-Y B-U-R-Y Okay uh-huh. Contact uh-huh. me on Facebook and we'll talk some more And like I, I said, I'll make it possible for you to be able to take this course on Sunday So that okay. you can learn a little bit more about how to attune to your own abilities
0: Okay Definitely Thank you so much ladies, I do appreciate it Well, Thank well, you so, so very
3: much for for calling in Thank
2: you, thank
0: you. Well, I listen. And I, I listen often, but the, the, this particular uh-huh. topic caught my attention, where I, you know, wanted to come on because definitely because of the intuition, because I mean, I, I, my intuition hasn't failed me yet. The only time, if you know, the only time it fails me is when I let my guard down and I want to befriend someone, and that's mm-hmm. where I don't see, I don't see. When the negative is coming, because I just generally want to be their friend or want to be around them, and then when 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 things start either turning south, I could kind of like see, and I'm like, wait a minute, hmm, I knew this, but I could, I didn't have evidence of it, but you know, my intuition sometimes, in most cases, will let me know when someone is right or when someone is wrong in terms of this spirit. Like when there's something with the yeah. spirit that doesn't feel right. And I have I have a lot of that around me, a lot of that, whether it's someone who lived on the same building, because I'm actually between two floors in my house, mm-hmm. and I can pick up the energy from different people and know when it's not right. But it's like oh, I don't believe it until after it comes to pass. And so my like we mother, talked
4: about before, Hadassah, you're, you're clear empathic and yes. sentient.
0: So. And my mother, my mother was as well. And the, the strangest thing, out of all my mother's kids, I am the only one that I could really say she really um, tried to expose to more metaphysical things than the other one, whether it was cleaning out the house, whether it was like if things was really bad, she would always say, well, you have to check yourself out and put things in order so she would go and see someone who would help us or, you know, um, explain why certain things were happening. But she wouldn't do it with anyone else. And now I'm beginning to understand why because she knew that they wouldn't receive it or they didn't understand it. But I know where I'm at my mother knew that this was in me. Just like how I'm able to look at I'm able to look at my kids in the in different in different stages. They're all three different age groups. Like this, eight years you know, between my first and my second one, and four between my second and my third. They're all at different <clears> stages with this, and I see it.
3: So, see, you've you've grown up with it, so it's a natural thing for you,
0: right? And they're they're too they're too young to understand because I'm just making more sense of it now. Mm-hmm. They're not understanding well, gonna, it, and I kind of understand why.
3: We're gonna teach you. We're gonna get you on the right track to working with your psychic abilities that will help you throughout life in selecting the right friends and um, kind of knowing the right things to do. But we've got to take a break. You know, we've got to pay All bills. Right. So we need to, we need to, you, need to take a break. Uh,
0: Dessa, I forward to hearing yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to hold on. So Just put
3: me on, put me on mute. I will indeed, honey. Right. And thank thank hadasa, you for calling hadasa, in. Hadasa, like Esther hadasa. in the Bible.
0: Hadassah. Hadassah. Yes. Oh,
3: yeah. Okay.
0: And I'll gotcha. let you know who All I am right. on Facebook. Great, thank you, sweetheart. Thank take you care.
3: thanks a lot. You're welcome. okay. We are going to take a very quick break, and we have time for just one more caller. so um, don't go away, folks. We will be right back.
9: We are all dealing with various levels of spiritual growth at this time in our lives. Experiencing losses, job changes, uncertainties, old issues and baggage we thought we had once purged are now surfacing again, begging our attention to be dealt with and finally healed. We're reassessing our values of what is truly important in our lives. Many of us are going back to basics, embracing a simpler lifestyle. It is during these times that we need guidance and intuitive direction more than ever before. Bell Salisbury wants to help you get through these difficult times in a way that is more affordable for you. She has created a membership program called Bell's Angels, offering you monthly readings at a discounted rate. For a low monthly fee, you can receive a 15-minute reading each and every month. You can use your 15 minutes to ask questions, hear from departed loved ones, or receive guidance along your spiritual path. The choice is yours. This is your 15 minutes of Bell's Undivided Attention just for you at a low monthly subscription price. To become one of Bell's Angels, all you have to do is subscribe to her membership program at bellsalbury.com.
3: All righty, welcome back. Welcome back. We're talking with Melanie Barnum, who is a psychic medium and author in her latest book. We've been talking a lot about tonight is Psychic Abilities for Beginners. And um, you might have joined us late. We want to share very quickly our psychic development, or excuse me, introduction to psychic development uh, class is an online class that's coming up on Sunday the 26th of April where both Melanie and I will be talking about our psychic abilities. The cost to attend is just $25. So uh, if you're interested in looking into this class, you can register on Melanie's website, <clears throat> excuse me, at melaniebarnum.com. So um Melanie, we got time for one more caller. Are you all set for one? Sure righty, here we go. We have area code 928. Hi, caller, you're live on the air. Yes, hi. Hi, uh, how are what you? is your name, hon? <laughs>
8: uh, Alfina, and I'm doing good.
3: <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and you said Alfina?
8: <laughs> yes.
3: Alright, and how can we help you tonight, sweetheart?
8: Uh I'm just wondering what messages I can get on a particular- like on a certain situation that I'm uh going through right now
4: Bell, are you taking this one, or am I? <laughs> um how about we both kind
3: of see what we get
4: okay. i i'm I'm trying to not speak over everybody because I know like I said before <laughs> that there's some kind of a delay. And every time I start to talk, I feel like I'm cutting somebody off. So,
3: um, Oh, no, don't feel that way. We just like to talk. Uh, we just never know when to shut up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hi, Elfina, How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good. Um, you know, you've got still some work to do with the situation. And um, the energy that I pick up on is that it's still something that is going to be hanging around for a little while. Um but I'm not sure that it's the best situation for you to be in. Does that make sense? Um, yes. Okay. Um, Belle, how about you? What are you picking up on?
3: Well, you know, one of the first things, Odessa, um, I wanted to ask, is this got something to do with a little bit of legal issues? No. Okay, because I don't know why I was picking up something that was legal you know and um uh they still keep bringing that up so i uh, i'm going to hang on well, to I, it and you then, know
8: um you know um not with me but uh the other person yes
3: part of the equation right
8: yeah okay yeah
3: okay yeah cuz um that that's that's coming up and it's and it may not be like so much about your concern or your worry as it is theirs okay So so if you can't do this, can you be a little more specific about what it is you're looking for us to look into for you? Because, you know, if someone says, you know, what do you get on my situation? Well, we might have several situations going on, you know. So if you okay, can be um, a little more can specific. Just,
8: can I just give you the person's initial who I'm who um, I'm quite right, right concerned I'm, about? You,
4: you know what, is this about a relationship that you've got with somebody and you're um wondering whether or not they're going to be there for you. Uh,
8: no. Um I have an ex fiance who um we broke up back in October of yeah. last year. We've had communication on and off and um not necessarily talking about getting back together, just kind of hey hello. And I cut him off for a month, we started talking again and some stuff came up, some situations like happened and Uh, We started back where we were before not speaking, and I finally um, reached out to him yesterday, and he sort of said something that concerned me, like, very much, and I'm just wondering now, like, um, is he okay, or, you know, like, I'm wondering, is this relationship ever going to be the way it was before? Like, are we going to be part of each other's lives, even as, you know, just friends, because at this point, I am really... Worried about him
5: Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah this is kind of What I was talking about Um, When I was saying that I feel like um, The situation you're in You're going to be in it For a little while longer And then you're going to Kind of move away from it Um, Mm -hmm. I think that You know I think that you guys Essentially um, When I was saying Is this about you In a relationship And whether you think They're going to be around For you or not um, That's kind of exactly What I'm picking up on Whether they're going to Still be in your life Okay Okay and
8: well, I know right well, now I need to be a part of his life because I know he, I know he needs somebody. I, I I know that, and I know part of the hurt is was caused by me. I can acknowledge that, and I I did apologize for that. So.
3: Mhm. Yeah, I think um, this is well, more. I'm sorry. I was just going to say this feels more about a healing relationship than it is mm-hmm. a coming together again as a couple relationship.
4: Yeah. I mean, you're asking kind of two different two different parts, but what I get about it is that I feel like you guys are going to be kind of um you know, in each other's lives for a little while longer, but then you're going to kind of split off. And I know that you're saying he needs you now and everything, but it's not going to be healthy for you guys to stay together long term.
3: Um so and I hear know, is it I hear manipulator. I hear manipulator yeah. like he's very good at manipulating, and if you don't you know come back to me, I'm gonna kill myself and you know that's manipulation Do you oh, understand what um, i no, mean he,
8: he he never he never said that it's, it's I, I know um, it's an example down the lines of like other things and i under- i know um i know right now he's very um he's not in a really good place right now i understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's lost mm-hmm. a lot of people in his life just as, mm-hmm. as recently, and, um,
4: yeah. Yeah, I, I'm still saying pretty much what I've been saying from the beginning, that I think that you're going to be with this person or around this person for a little while longer, but I don't think that it's going to be long-term. I think that you guys um, are you going to... Do you know what
8: advice I can get or, like, what it is I need to to know or... or well, you we,
3: know, I'm going to still... I'm, I'm still going to stick with the manipulation theory because that's kind of what they're showing me, and I always trust what spirit shows. And um, and the biggest thing that I get here is, you know, what you're trying to do for him is a wonderful thing, and that's the kind of person that you are, but spirit would also like for you to be sure to set your boundaries. Do you, you understand what I mean by that? Uh, yes. And I, I agree, Melanie. I agree that, you know, um, this is not going to be a long-term, you know, reconnect, you know, but mm-hmm. there's certainly a reason that you two are connecting again, but um, mm-hmm. it, this is more about lessons to be learned for the both of you and, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm, and I'm sure he's having a very difficult time and how fortunate he is to have you as a friend, you know, and... um uh, but I just can't help but feel that there's a, an energy of manipulation, not whether this may have been what was there in the past or what was, you know, exists now, but just spirit states to remember your boundaries.
8: Okay, and there's there any other thing I need to know, like be patient or what it is I need to, uh, I guess, to do?
4: I just hear that you're, I mean, I really... I get an overall feeling of sadness around the whole thing, to be honest. Um, What I pick up on the energy between you two is just kind of an overall feeling of sadness. And I think that you guys had a really good relationship before. Um, And I think that there were some things that happened that created your relationship to fall apart. But I think that they kind of happened for a reason. They were there for a reason. And moving forward, I think that you'll be able to stay friends for a little while. I don't think that you're going to be friends forever. Um, and you know you brought up a good point, patience, I think just being patient right now, yeah,
8: like what and, do I need to do right now i mean i I'm not talking about like future or anything, like right now, what it is what is it that I really need to to do when it comes to him because i am very I am very concerned, that is certainly, yeah. and I have said I am here for you, you know, I did tell him that, so that's something that mm-hmm. like, he knows, and I'm just wondering like what uh. I guess what else I need to do, like
3: yeah, what now, right no. yeah. yeah, you know what there
4: there's, there's really not all that much you can do for him, Mm-mm. um, except for be there for him, like you said, you told him you're there for him, and you're you know you're around to kind of help him and do what he needs right now, but I just feel that really that kind of sad energy that's a, that's kind of holding you both together, um and eventually that for you is going to kind of move away. For now, you need to just be patient and be present for him and there's not really that much else you can do.
2: Okay. Yeah. um, Hi, Alfina. This is Bonnie. I wanted to jump in because I know you're the kind of person that you're looking for a game plan like, Mm -hmm. you know, what steps do I need to take? Um, The first thing that Spirit is saying to me is to take each day at a time. If you feel like reaching out to him just to see how he's doing, reach out to him. If you feel his spirit be sympathetic and be compassionate now um i don't know if you're familiar with a technique called the ho'oponopono have you ever heard of that uh no i have not Okay, it's a healing technique. I would look it up online because we don't have much time left for the call. Um, but I would okay. look up the whole the whole pono. It's spelled h o apostrophe o h p o o n o p h o apostrophe o h. P O O N O P O O N O and um okay. the ho'opono the ho'oponopono is a hawaiian healing technique and what it basically does is it goes in and it brings in the light of god and you as an empathetic being you look inside of yourself for where it hurts when you connect with him like if i bring up his his energy and i ask you where do you feel him right now where in your body do you feel him
8: like the heart
2: yeah mm. okay so what you would do is the ho'oponopono is four phrases. It's I am sorry, please forgive me, I love you, and thank you. And I'll repeat that if you want to write it down. I am sorry, yes. please, please forgive me, I love you, and thank you. And um, you feel you focus on your heart chakra, and you focus on him, and you just repeat it over and over. and it can bring about a significant healing. There's tons of research on the internet. But it is a way to do a clearing um, of any negative situation. And not only does it go into your body cell and aura, but it also goes into his and it goes into your family line. So it's going to do a a healing on all levels of the energy. But a game plan for you would be, one, if you feel them, reach out. Two, if you feel them, go ahead and do the ho'oponopono and bring in the healing energy. Does that help at all?
8: Uh, yes, you know, it's funny that you say that because before I before I even um communicated with him, I did feel like just very sad because I, I am um speaking with other people and stuff, but I was wondering where that sadness was coming from and I just sort of thought of him and I reached out to him and sure enough, you know, he's he's not doing too good. So
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. You're his healer, honey. You're his healer. And you feel it. So you have an opportunity here on on what I call the backside is to work on healing for him because your heart hurts. You feel him and you know he's sad. Um, you've got that spiritual connection with him, you can go ahead and use the Ho'oponopono to heal him and to heal your relationship as well. Okay. Okay? Well,
8: Blessings Thank, thank, to thank you, you so much for that. You too.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, Odessa, thank you so much for calling, sweetheart. I think
4: it's Elfina.
3: Alfina, excuse me, I'm looking at Adessa's name here. So, thank you so much, Alfina.
4: You're welcome. Hey, good luck with everything. Hang in there. All
3: right. And, Melanie, I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight and sharing your wisdom and your knowledge. Uh, once again, folks, we've been talking with Melanie Barnum, psychic medium and author of a number of books and the one I just recently was able to do a book review on was Psychic Abilities for Beginners. And so uh, be sure and check out these books. And again, we have a class coming up on the 26th, which is Sunday, on an introduction to psychic abilities. So if you think that you might have a little bit of psychic ability or you want to understand what this hype is all about, then sign up for this class. It's just $25. It's from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. It is an online class, and uh, it'll come with pictures and everything. So if you're interested in signing up, uh, you can go to Melanie's website at melaniebarnum.com, and uh, be sure and check out the, the books that Melanie offers as well as consider taking this course. So Melanie, thank you again so much for being a part of our show tonight. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me again. Oh, absolutely. And we'll we'll definitely have you back again. There's just too much to talk about, not enough time.
4: Uh, Thanks so much, Belle. And thank you too, Bonnie.
2: Thank you, and blessings.
4: It was a wonderful evening for me. So, ladies, enjoy your night. And everybody else, enjoy. Don't forget to check out MelanieBarnum.com and sign up for that workshop.
3: Yes. It's going to be fun. I think we'll we, I think we we'll be a dynamic duo. <laughs> I
0: think so.
3: Great.
0: All right, ladies. All have right a great you. night. Thank you. Too. you.
2: Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All righty. Well, I think we're going to take the last 10 minutes here, and we're going to teach you how to read auras. So if everybody in the audience is ready, I'd like you to have a seat close your eyes, put your feet flat on the floor, and go ahead and put your hands in your lap. What we're going to be doing is I'm going to do a meditation. It's very quick, less than 10 minutes, and we're going to clear your body, chakra, and aura. And then there's going to come a point where I'm going to ask you to envision a fish bowl, an empty fishbowl, and then I'm going to say my name three times, and I want you to watch the fishbowl and see what color that fishbowl becomes whatever color that fishbowl becomes that is the color of my aura based on me saying my name now someone's aura changes colors it's never always the same color because we're always experiencing different frequencies and different vibrations So, let's go ahead with your feet on the floor. I want you to just go ahead and take an elevator right up to the center of your head. That's your driver's seat for your human body. And I want you to look down at the base of your spine where your rear meets the chair. And I want you to see a golden grounding cord. All it is is a tube. It just looks like a straw. Make it gold and make it fit up right tight against your skin. Go ahead and drop it through the floor, through the foundation, going deeper and deeper into the heart of Mother Earth. And go ahead and connect into the heart of Mother Earth. And we're going to come up to the top of the grounding cord. And I want you to reach down with your psychic arms. And I want you to turn on the earth's gravitational pull. Now relax your muscles, your toes. And let the earth's gravitational pull, pull on anybody else's energy that is not yours And anything that you're done with, let go from your toes, just relax. Let go from your calves and your knees, your thighs and your hips. Let go from your root chakra, which is basically around your groin, that's concerned with body, money, survival, and security. Any energy that is not yours or you're done with, just let it be sucked right up into the Earth's gravitational pull. Let go from your belly button. This is your emotions and sexuality. Go ahead and let go of anybody else's energy. Just let it get sucked right down that grounding cord like a vacuum cleaner. The more you hold on, the less will leave you. The more you relax, the more energy that is not yours will leave your body, chakras, and aura. Let go from your solar plexus. That is your power, work, competition, and ego Any energy that's not yours, let go. Let go from your heart chakra. This is your family and self-love. Just feel the earth's gravitational pull, pulling on you. We have an agreement with the earth. Anytime that you plug in, you plug into the earth's gravitational pull. She will pull out any energy that is not yours. She will neutralize it and she will send it back to whomever it belonged to. Let go of your boss, your spouse, your kids, your coworkers, your clients. Just let it all go into the grounding cord. Let go from your throat chakra. That's your clarity audience and your telepathy telepathy let go now your third eye any energy that's blocking your third eye. Let it just go right down into the grounding cord. And let's go up to your crown chakra. This is your seat of knowingness. This is where sometimes you'll just know without knowing why. And now I want you to expand that grounding cord to the footprint of your aura. If you don't know how big your aura is, think of it about an arm's length out around you. And just stretch that grounding cord out and let it pull on your body, chakras, and aura. Great. Now that you've cleared yourself out and this grounding cord will continue to work... And uh, for anybody that that wants to do this every day, you can do this every hour and just clear out the energy. And now I want you to see that fishbowl, and I'm going to say my name three times, and I want you to see what color fills up the fishbowl. Bonnie Jean. Nil Bonnie Jean Nil Bonnie Jean Nil. That color that you're seeing is my aura. Now not all colors mean the same thing. So if you ask that color, what do you mean? It'll answer you back. If you don't get an answer right away, that's okay. But the more you ask, the more you look, the more you will develop your psychic abilities. Now, that was an easy, I'm sure everybody got a color. If you didn't, don't worry, just keep clearing, And now I want you to see a golden sun above your head. Make it 10 feet wide. And I want you to call in laughter into that golden sun. Call in amusement, joy, happiness, prosperity, and take that golden sun and like a big tea kettle... Just pour this honey golden energy all in your aura and let your body, chakras, and aura absorb this new honey golden energy. Let it be a buffer, let it be a shield, and let it bless you. We thank you for listening to the Empowerment Zone. Next Next week we have a really special guest and you'll learn more about it on Facebook. Thank you and blessings. Thank
3: you all folks for joining in and check us out next Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock p.m. Our special guest is going to be Kristen Dion, Psychic to the Stars. Celebrity gossip. Yes. (laughs) Have
9: a great week, everybody. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Learn more about Reverend Bell Salisbury, psychic medium and spiritual counselor at bellsalisbury.com.